You're tuned in to Cat Sass, a fun, insightful way to experience life's challenges. Let's look at the world today with a fresh perspective. I'm your host, Catherine Wilkie. Good morning. Today we're going to talk about boosting the wealth corner. This is another true case study, clients of mine. Again, all client consultations are confidential. So when I reflect on a true case study, I do believe enough time has passed for me to share this with you without conflict. The couple, my clients, built a huge spread out two-story home with a large backyard pool, only a few feet from the house. The backyard faced onto a local river, which is nice, but there was a public walking trail allowed in the back between the house and the river, so it wasn't really quite so private. They had three kids in elementary school, and the woman of the house had taken a leave from her work to pull the house together, and she was busy shopping for things, driving the kids around, supporting her man, and apparently the money was just flowing out of the house, which sometimes happens when you move. So that's why she called me in to help. We located the wealth area. The wealth area was in a small den off of the kitchen. It was that auspicious area for wealth and abundance. And I'll tell you how to find that in a few minutes. There was a fireplace in there and two desks set up for the adults, as well as a large round coffee table with a glass top that collected anything and everything. So not too wealthy in there. The husband worked downtown and he ran a brokerage and managed a small staff. And yet he was on his computer most nights in this home office to keep up track of things. So the first thing I noticed was the husband's desk was tucked into a corner and there was a mirror, a huge mirror leaning up against the wall on his desk. So it was on his desk leaning against the wall. And this mirror literally was mirroring his work and doubling his workload. So not very good. So we're going to look at that. And then um, this woman, she was working on a talk for a local business part-time. And her desk was facing this backyard pool river area with her back to the hubby. So this position might be great for sunlight and imagination, but not necessarily a great idea to pre- Sorry, not necessarily a great idea to be productive. So just a note, to be in the power position at work or at home, you need to have your back protected as well as you need to have a clear vision, a clear space ahead. So an interesting tidbit, in um, Asian cultures, the work areas are set up for people that are facing each other. And this gives a team or family connection to the project and each person can see what the others are doing and they have a feeling of belonging. In North America though, many of the work areas are isolated, forcing the worker to stare at a blank wall with no interaction most of the day. So it's very interesting uh, to note these differences. But in this family's case, they were working independently on their interests and not necessarily together for the good of the family kind of thing. So there was two things we corrected right away in this house. First, we moved the mirror out of the room. There's nothing wrong with a mirror in wealth area, but we don't want this magnification, magnifying more work. 
And then we moved the gal's desk. We turned it 90 degrees to the same direction as her husband's. And that way she can still see into the yard and the sun to the left, but also lead her view into the kitchen living area where she can oversee what the kids are up to. So her back's protected. Her husband's on the right side of her and together they work towards the future of their life together. So that's pretty cool. I should also comment on the fireplace wall, a huge floor to ceiling fireplace. And on the fireplace brick here, there's an image hung over the fireplace, which was a print of a boardwalk. So it was angled, the boardwalk was drawn, so it looked like it was going into infinity, one of those infinity pictures. So almost surreal images. Well, interesting enough, there's nothing wrong with the picture, but to place it over a fire, think about it, water over fire. Hmm. Water will eventually put out the fire. So we want some life in this room. It is for money and economics, but we don't want the fire water clashing in this area. So first rule, if you want this area to be strong and powerful, make a presence and print money. <laughs> uh, the logic is to take the water away. But to argue this case, it's not whether to keep the picture in the room, it's where it's placed. You see, the dilemma is the wealth area relates to wood or life, a property of the earth. So wood is basically the plants and the trees. So if the air is health, excuse me, if the area is healthy, the trees and the money and anything lively that will grow, it'll prosper. And wood needs water to survive. So, hey, we've got a problem here. So we could put the mirror over the fireplace, which would bring in light. But the family thought it was a bit odd that the fireplace was visible right through the door and out to the other side of the house, reflecting yet another fireplace. So it's silly to reflect a fireplace from a fireplace. So another tip, when placing mirrors, do check what they are reflecting. So what to do? So we discussed the pros and cons, and I felt really, honestly felt the money was flowing out of the house because of the water image over the fireplace. I think that was just too much of a clash. And yet we brought in the color blue, or actual water is supposed to help strengthen that area. So what we did was we pulled a rug in from another room, kind of an earth tone to balance out this earth water stuff. And it had a small design that included some blue bits, which is good. And as well, we found a blue vase for a plant. So much less intensity, but definitely we had the water element there by using some other stuff. But then here's the piece de resistance. We swapped out the large round coffee table for a visitor's chair. And that way, any of the kids could pop in for a chat, hang out with their parents, I know it's not the best way to get things done, but there's a compromise to be made sometimes when you've got small children and you've got to make it work. And well, you know how much time we can spend on a computer some days? <laughs> oh yeah. So the result was happier kids, more productive parents. Eventually, uh, later in the week, I talked to them. The dad didn't work so much at home and this made the mom much happier. She made an impact on her talk and eventually went back to work confident and things were better. But for your wealth area, we may make some other choices because every situation has its 
own challenges. So for now, if you'd like to find the wealth area in your home, stand at the front door facing in, and then look to the far left on the main floor, just on the far left corner of the main floor and start there in that corner. So the next step would be practical. Clean up what you can, tidy and straighten any books or shoes or clothing or furniture that may there, garbage, old projects, broken toys, and freshen the air with a breeze, sunshine, or any of the above. Take pride in your space and keep it clean. You don't have to specifically work at that spot in the wealth area, but you do have to clear space for new opportunities and income to land in your space. Learn more about feng shui in these auspicious areas by checking out my website, katherinewilking.com. I'm Katherine Wilking, and I wish you all to have a feng shui day every single day.